0: It's overreaction Monday, Saints fans, and we have a lot to discuss after that absolutely embarrassing and absolutely unacceptable loss to the Houston Texans just yesterday. But before we get to that, guys, I want to give you the opportunity to just vent. We're all in this together. There's that that Disney Channel High School Musical song. We're all in this together, guys. So I need you to treat the comment section like it's a therapy session. Share your thoughts. Air out your grievances. Let, tell me what you're feeling. Tell me how upset you are. How can we get through this together? Because we are a team and we are a family here at Saints now by Sports. Get it off your chest in the comment section. I want to hear from you. All right, so let's get to my first overreaction. And it's going to be an obvious one. The offense just sucks. The offense is just really, really, really bad. I mean, they're holding this team back atrociously poorly. They have averaged... points per game, which is 24th in the NFL. You want to hear something that's embarrassing? The winless Carolina Panthers, 18.7 points per game. They rank 23rd. The Chicago Bears with Justin Fields, 21.3, ranking 19th. Your offense is worse than a winless team in Justin Fields' offense. So do what you want with that information. The struggles are just atrocious. So injury updates around these two guys – Ryan Ramchuk, he has a concussion. He was dealing with that left during the game yesterday. James Hurst, he has an ankle issue. Dennis Allen did speak on Hurst and said it was a re-aggravation of a previous injury that he was dealing with a couple weeks ago. But the New Orleans Saints, like, this is actually kind of good. 430 total yards of offense. Like, that's not a bad day at the office. I'm not going to say it's a great day, but it's not a bad day at the office. But when you're 6 of 15 on third down pretty, pretty bad. I mean, that's a pretty bad struggle. And here's an grievance that I have. The Saints ran eight plays inside the red zone, and they got negative six yards. One of those plays, they got a penalty on, so I guess you could say it's negative 16 yards. But the offensive play calling just lacks creativity entirely. And I want to give credit to Ross Jackson here. He pointed this out on Twitter, said, here's the eight plays that they ran in the red zone against Houston. Offensive holding, a sack for minus 11 yards, two-yard run, incomplete pass another incomplete pass a zero yard run a one yard run and a two yard reception to alvin Kamara. and the best part about all of that jimmy graham was only on the on the field for two of those plays red zone jimmy still exists we saw it against green bay what the hell and i want to just pull out the uh point out Derek carr's passing chart here so if you look right here I was talking with Producer Chip. You can see the stats down below. 32 of 50, 353 yards, a touchdown interception. Wh- what's going on over here? There's a lot of stuff lacking right here. I mean, sure, in the short, immediate, immediate game right here, it's fine. We're getting a lot of completions, but why are we not pushing the ball to the other side of the field as well? Why are we not attacking the middle more or like more often? I mean, sure, there's a lot of completions, within four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 yards. But beyond that, like, what, what are we doing? Like, we got, we, the football field's 40 yards wide. Let's, let's use all 40 yards. We're, you're hugging the sideline over here. You're hugging the sideline over there, but not really. And then you're not really utilizing the middle. Like, spread it out, be more creative. Like, you don't have to limit your passes to one side of the field. And then Alvin Kamara for his rushing, let's pull that up. The next-gen stats here, This aggravates me. And it's not like they're not trying to move, stretch where he's running to. It's not like they're not bumping him outside. They're not sending him up the middle. It's not like they're trying to do all sorts of different things with Kamara. But on 19 carries for 68 yards, it's bad. Like, that's just bad. You see one carry, one carry for more than 10 yards. That's it. That's unacceptable. And you only had a handful of carries that were more than five yards. You can't be doing that when you have a player like Alvin Kamara's caliber. And it's not just a Kamara thing. It's not just a Derek Hart thing. The offensive line, the play calling, the discipline, the execution, all of it, including the decision-making, has all been terrible. And that's not just the players. That's not just the coaches. It's not just the upper management. That It's across the board. I, I just... It's so frustrating, and I see a lot of people in the comment section or on social media saying, Trace, th- well, how are you going to get so mad about this one season? Like, it's what? A-? Th- this is the same exact thing that we've been seeing over and over and over since Drew's Breeze retired. The same problems we're seeing across a leadership standpoint and across a coaching standpoint since Sean Payton left. And I'm not sitting here advocating to bring Sean Payton back because God, no, I don't want to do that. But this is not anything new. This is not a first or second season issue. This has been going on for multiple years at this point. And I'm done. I'm tired of it. And if you're not tired of it, I don't know what to tell you. I'm pretty concerned with this team. And I think that they could be heading down a very scary path if things don't change soon. But I want you to let me know what's your level of concern with the Saints. Scale it 1 to 10 for me, I'm about a 7.5, maybe like a 7.6. I like, I'm starting to get nervous. I understand you're at three and three could be a lot worse, but you also could be five and one or four and two. Like, that's my point. We could be doing a lot better and you're not winning those one. You're not winning when it comes down to the stretch. Those one possession games, you ain't winning them. And that's how you have to win games, especially late in the season. Overreaction number two. I just want to give some credit to the defense because holy cow, they're incredible. I truly do believe if the offense could be halfway competent, special teams could get cleaned up, Blake Groupie stops missing field goals, I think this team could win a Super Bowl solely because the defense could carry him there. If they clean up a few minor things, I think this team, the sky is the limit, on the especially on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to get into some numbers, get into some stats, some more thoughts and all that. But before that, I want to give an, a really, really important shout-out to today's sponsor. It's Price Picks. Guys, I've been talking about them. For days now i've been talking about them for weeks at this point because i can't get enough it's daily fantasy sports made easy you can pick two three four players but they have to if you, you can't pick three on the same team i just want to preface that so you can pick two or more players select more or less of the projections that they have here's what i'm rolling for, rolling with excuse me for monday night football dak prescott i'm taking more for his passing yards at 256 and a half keenan allen I just I think that the, the Cowboys defense is a little too good and Keenan Allen, I just I, I don't know. I don't believe in him too much. I think that he might struggle. 84 and a half seems pretty high, so I'm going with the less. CeeDee Lamb, though, I really like more for him because the Chargers defense is bad. They let up more receiving yards per game than just about any team in the NFL. So these are my projections. So if you like what I'm rolling with or if you want to match it, do something different, I encourage you go check out prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Thank you again, PrizePicks, for sponsoring today's video. And guys, just download the app. Check it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. All right, so defensively, the struggles are there. Like, it's not, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a perfect team. It's a perfect slate because they're not. They're far from it. There's a lot of stupid mistakes being made. There's a really clear lack of discipline there. And I've said it before, say it again. Lack of discipline, stilly mistakes, just poor playing. That's a coaching problem. And that Zach Bond fumble was brutal. I mean, it's the most New Orleans Saints play of all time. You get a first interception for a rookie quarterback who's tearing it up. And somehow that's positive yards for said rookie quarterback. It's unbelievable. It truly is. The slow starts are there. Like every, it feels like they kind of start slow almost every week or they kind of start fast and slow. But like this specifically against the Texans, you started really, really slow. However, credit where it's due, second half, lights out. I mean, absolutely stellar second half. Only three points allowed. You were great in the second half. And I just want to see that consistently be the case for four quarters. Play a whole game. It's not just two quarters. not just three. I need four quarters of good football from the defense. And just overall inconsistencies, sloppy play, throwing down players after when you're trying to tackle them, but throwing them forwards. Like, wrap up, take them to the ground. we got to get back to the fundamentals. Like, it, very little, very small things. Because look at the defensive rankings. Like, they're there. The team is there in terms of how well they are against the run and how well they perform against the pass and scoring especially. I mean, the Saints rushing yards per game allowed against for opponents, 96.3, which is ninth in the NFL. Opponent yards per pass or yards per game for passing, 182, which is fifth. And then points per game is just sixteen at fifth overall. So the defense is there. The quality talent is clearly there. Just clean up minor little details. And the defensive leaders, I don't want to give a shout out to Carl Granderson because good God almighty, what a season he's having so far. But Pete Warner leads the team in tackles with 43. He's tied for 30, uh, for 35th across the league. Carl Granderson, not only does he lead the team in sacks, but also tackles for a loss. He has four and a half on the season thus far for sacks, tied for 12th, and then seven tackles for a loss, which is tied for ninth. And, I mean, come on. This is amazing. Alante Taylor and Isaac Yadam are tied for second in pass breakups. That's amazing. Like, they're doing great things this year. The interceptions, you already have more this season than you did last year as a whole. Like that, The team is putting on a good performance defensively, and I, I just want to see them clean up tiny little things. And I just absolutely hate that when you have a good defense like this and they're playing at a high level like they are, it really, really frustrates me, and it really gets under my skin when it that kind of production, that kind of talent gets wasted by boring, stagnant, uninspired, and just overall crappy offensive play. It's inefficient, it can't win games, and it's in uninspired. And quite honestly, I'm tired of it. And I, I'm more concerned when the offense is on the field, honestly. When the defense is on the field, I like watching them because they play so well. When offensively, I can't stand it. But guys, I just wanna give a quick shout out, and I wanna say thank you to all 35,000 plus viewers. That we had joined our watch party yesterday against the Texans. We will be live, me and my guy, producer Chip, for Thursday night football against those Jacksonville Jaguars. The Saints are going to be back at the Dumb, and we're going to be back in the stew. And we will be live for you on YouTube. So subscribe, lock us in, turn on your notifications, and feel free to join us for another awesome watch party. Super chat giveaways, audience interactions. Going to be a lot of fun. Slinging back beers, hanging out, just having a good old time. Hopefully, the Saints will win. All right, my third and final overreaction that I want to discuss, and it just comes back down to what I've been saying, decision-making, just across the board, it's been bad. It's not coaching, it's not players, it's everything. We could be headed down a really dark path as Saints fans if things don't change soon, and I and I truly don't want to scare y'all. I don't want to be that guy It's like, we're about to be tanking. We're approaching, you know, an entire full rebuild, like, I don't know if that's the case because the, the pieces are there and there's some young talent across the board. But there's a lot of things that I'm concerned about. Number one, the continuity thing. It sounded really fun. Like, let's call it what it was. It sounded like it was a really good idea. Post-Drew Brees era, post-Sean Payton era, keep things moving like they were and things will keep being successful. They're clearly not. It, the continuity thing is not working. And if things don't change, if the team doesn't start playing better, if the team doesn't start winning more, that will be a big-time problem, and we could eventually have to see a rebuild happen. Teams are also involving in getting younger. I mean, they're not keeping around old veterans around for a long time, and that's not me saying keeping guys like Demario Davis or Alvin Kamara or Mike Thomas or Cam Jordan. Like that's, those are valuable players. Those are leaders. But we need some of the young guys to step up. We need some of the young guys. We need to bring some young talent in. Get a young quarterback in there. Jake Hayner. if he can pan out, that would be awesome. But honestly, you need a young quarterback that's going to be good long-term. Younger coaching staff, younger management office. Shit, give Kai Harley the opportunity to be the GM. I'm sorry. Kai Harley has done everything to earn an opportunity to run and manage a football team. And if you don't let him do that with the Saints, another team might take him in. And you lose all of the talent that he has in there. And that's my third point with the play calling and the higher management thing. The energy as well though in the locker room is just bland. It's down. It's sad. People are upset. You saw on the sideline, Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara talking and I mean, people are pissed. Derek Carr got off the field yesterday and he was not happy about it. You could see it on TV. You could see it in the stadium. And Dennis Allen had some interesting quotes and I want to bring these up. So in the press conference that just wrapped up here shortly ago, he said, I feel like we've been able to move the ball effectively at times this season. And whether it be by a penalty, a negative yardage play, we don't run a proper route. There's always something that happens that keeps us from scoring touchdowns down there. That has to be cleaned up. That has to be better. So I'm just gonna say it. No shit. Like obviously things have to be better. Like, you know, we can sit here and talk about all we want. We can we can say word, we we can say words that mean nothing. Um, and and that's all, that is all they will be until you do something about that. Like, Sure, we can acknowledge the fact that the offense is struggling in the red zone, but are, have we made any changes? No. Like, Make a change. Give Ronald Curry play calling opportunities. The Panthers just changed their play caller. Why don't we? I mean, Dennis Allen, you can see it below me. I'm sure you read it already. He's 18 and 41 all time. And that's a majority of the fact because or a majority of those wins come from New Orleans. He has been terrible as a head coach. I'm not going to say that he's a bad, like, he's a loser. And I'm not saying he's a loser as a man. He's a loser as a coach. He's a great defensive coordinator, but he's a loser when it comes to football games. And I also found this quote extremely interesting. 100% real, by the way. Dennis Allen also said in the press conference on fixing the Saints offense with Pete Carmichael, have you ever had a dream that you, um you had your, you you, You could, you'll do, you, you want, you, you could do so, you'll do, you could, you want, you want, you want them to do so, you so much, you could do anything. Real ones know the reference. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, that's my point. Like, they're a laughing stock. The offense is so boring. Pete Carmichael has to get play calling opportunities done. And if you like this tweet, honestly, go help me out. Blow it up on Twitter, at TraceGuard48, or X, whatever it is. Hit me up on social media. I just, I'm over it. I'm done with boring football play. If we're going to lose, can we at least make it interesting? Can we at least not have, like, can we at least score 20 fu- 24 or more points? Like, that's all I'm asking. I just want to see some, I want to see off the offense ball out. Defense is doing their job. The offense isn't. And that's just, it, it, the problems are all there. And I list them all throughout this video. So, sound off for me, Saints fans. What is your biggest concern with the Saints right now? Mine is the offense. I am terrified about how this offense is going to continue to look. I don't think things are going to be looking great in the near future unless things, you know, really change. Play calling especially needs to change. But I want you to sound off for me. And as always, Saints fans, we're going to get through this together. We're going to be a team here. We're going to be a family. Y'all stay golden. Catch you next time.